Hello, everybody, and welcome back to A Dose of Ari. So for those of you that are joining me today, I want to thank you for being here and giving me some of your time out of your day. What I want to discuss today is shadow work. And I'm going to list about eight steps that help heal the wounded self. And before I dive into it, I just want to state that this also is new to me. And I've been utilizing this um, this concept, this idea into methods of, of healing feelings and darker sides of myself that are really hard to come to terms with. And I think we all have that. In past episodes, I've discussed my spiritual awakening, I've discussed traumas, I've discussed my anxiety, past depression, and just a lot of aspects of myself that were raw and very real. And for those that have listened to that, I thank you. But today, I wanted to discuss how, you know, we all have demons inside of us. Every day, we fight against them. Every day, it either dominates or we sometimes feel that we win. These demons haunting us can be seen in small glimpses or, let's say, into full-blown chaos. And then because of our guilt and shame, we tend to ignore those feelings and we, we bury those sides of ourselves. The problem is, though, is that they really, you know, they cannot stay hidden and that they shouldn't exist within our conscious self. And although it's positive and a really great thing to note all of our strengths, sometimes it's also important to face the darkness in our or our shadow self. And focusing on our positive side is really easy and it's comfortable. And I'm the first one to note that I love my comfort zones. And it's very hard for me to adjust to change. And right now in my life, I'm actually in the middle of transitioning from a comfortable lifestyle I'm used to into uncharted waters. And by that, I mean I just received my master's degree um, in the field of mental health. My focus was clinical social work. I'm going to be starting um, a new job soon. I have a licensing exam coming up. And I have a lot of things that I feel pressured to do well, to perform well. So I started looking into this work because it's come to my attention um, on Reddit. I saw some people talking about shadow work. I had a friend mention it to me and I never really knew what it was. What was that about? So after doing some exploration and some research, I have a better understanding. So the whole notion of this is that when we only focus on the light, the positive side of ourselves, it doesn't reach the depths of our being. It kind of feels like a surface level way, um, a superficial, let's say, (laughs) feeling. And we're just kind of hanging on to that warmth and fuzzy feeling and um, kind of denying the darker sides of ourselves. And inside every one of us, we have dark problems that exist. And in order to touch those depths, we have to be ready to explore our buried self. And we can do that through shadow work. It's more of a holistic take on on coping and managing um, our darker emotions, our darker selves. Um, And like beneath this social mask, we wear it every day, but we have that hidden shadow side. It can be impulsive, wounded, sad, an isolated part that we usually ignore. And this shadow can be a source of emotional richness and vitality. And when we start to acknowledge that, we can start being on our way to a more authentic life. A life that consists of now healing. And the thing is, though, is that I feel like we all have this idea, this this on uh, this standard that is impossible to reach, because basically uh, we think we can just chase an empty mind, and it's impossible to chase an empty mind. So shadow work was first coined and explored by a Swiss psychiatrist and psychoanalyst, Carl Jung, 
I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's how I'm reading it. <laughs> and in the field of psych- psychology, um, a shadow is a term that we use to refer to the parts within us that we try to hide and deny. These parts can be, let's say, comprised of envy, jealousy, rage, lust, wounds that occurred in childhood. We keep all that hidden. And this dark side of ourselves is hard to face. And no matter what anybody says, we all have a dark side to our personalities. People think it's almost impossible to find a dark side of yourself and then come out the other side being more accepting and, and, and to come out a better person, but it is possible. You cannot expect work to be done if you don't put the work in, and that's applicable to many aspects of life, right? But it's especially accurate to your mindset, to your mental health. So I've read about eight ways that an individual can practice shadow work, and I'm here to share some of that with you guys and and through my research of, of shadow work. So one, you have to believe you are worthy and that things will get better. You have to acknowledge that you are deserving and worthy of good things. And it's easy to feel low, and it's very easy to continue to feel that way. In a sense, uh, it's almost like you're just so used to condi- to being conditioned to having a pessimistic and negative mindset that it's almost like this is your comfort zone now. And it's very difficult for people to step out of that comfort zone because it is point blank uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to start working on your traumas, working on negative aspects of yourself. People don't like the process. It's very you feel demonizing it can feel very out of your your realm of comforts and i use the word comfort a lot because it can be very debilitating and and progression when it comes to working on yourself sometimes self-pity takes a hold of us and it makes it very difficult for us to get back you know to our normal routines or just our best self So it's important to keep in mind that when you engage in shadow work, you're not going to like what you find. But it's also important to remind yourself that the unconscious um, is not always evil. It's just our source of tapping into a higher self. And you have to pay attention to the emotions that you feel. Number two, this is very important. No emotions are bad. Our negative emotions are literally a segue into our shadow, and they help us really identify and determine our wounds and our fears. So when you feel an emotion, just take a step back and examine it and ask yourself, um, let's say these three questions. What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? And then wait for the answers to come to you because they are there. And you can't get frustrated because if the answers don't come right away, the answers sometimes just need time to be found. And you'll know. You can't force answers or jump to any conclusions because they might be the wrong ones. But don't let this deter you either. Shadow work is considered soul work and it happens at its own pace. You just have to be patient and know that in time, those answers, they will come to you. And you have to accept what comes up for you as well. You can't repress it because you're afraid or uncomfortable. And when it comes up, acknowledge that you are a human being. You are an emotional being. And to forgive yourself for that. I think forgiveness is a big part of the process and any healing process. Because from time to time, it's going to be difficult to manage emotions. We're going to have good days. But that doesn't mean you have to forget about bad either. It's all a balance. So when you're having bad days, don't assume, oh, all this work was for nothing. You have to forgive that and remind yourself you have just as many good days as well. And if you're working to tame your shadow self, then you're going to be paying attention to these moments so that you can stay with them rather than 
trying to run away from them. And many people, they just want to feel better in moments when we feel so much discomfort or frustration. But if we can stay with our emotions, name them, observe them, and be grateful for them, for showing you your way to a higher self, then you can be able to overcome them and move on to the next step or move on to better things. So step three, identify the shadow. What does that mean? Well, our shadows are located in our subconscious. So we buried them there and that's why it's very, very tricky to identify them because we repressed them for so long. Why would we want to face that? It's uncomfortable. It shows me darker parts of myself that I'm not ready to face or even accept, right? But in order to perform this kind of shadow work, we have to identify the shadow. And that first step is to become more aware of the recurrent feeling that you always feel. What's something that always comes up for you that you're not happy to feel? Is it in your head? Because I have something in my head too. Mine sometimes is I don't like feeling irritability or annoyance. Now, this is normal, right? This is normal. But sometimes it can feel very overwhelming where it can kind of change the trajectory of my day because of that one thing that really shouldn't be affecting me so much. So the first step is to become aware of that recurrent feeling that you always feel. And identifying the patterns will help highlight that shadow. So some common shadow beliefs, right, could be like, my feelings aren't valid, I must take care of everyone around me, I'm unlovable, I'm not good enough. And you start to feel these emotions because of some of the things that you consistently feel on a daily basis, which could be jealousy, right, aggravation, envy. And sometimes that can lead into thoughts of, I'm not good enough, I'm unlovable, I am flawed, and so on and so forth. And number four is to investigate your feelings objectively. Now, that means without judgment and face them with compassion. It's hard to do shadow work objectively and with compassion because, (laughs) right? The obvious. How can I be compassionate towards very ugly feelings of myself, towards the shadow side of me? But if you're able to understand why people who hurt you act in a particular way, sometimes that can be hard to accept, right? But in order to heal ourselves, we must forgive those who have hurt us in order to move on. So whether it's another person, whether it's yourself, that causes the hurt, you have to try and, to f- try and forgive that. And I know that's so hard and difficult to understand. Not even to understand, but to do, to carry out. Because then those ugly feelings come up, right? But try to navigate that and try to think, Well, they did the best they could do at that time, or they were just simply acting from their own wounds, or I was simply acting from my own wounds, or I was, you know, acting out of shame or guilt, whatever whatever the motive was to act that way or to to think that about the other person or towards yourself. So even though it's easy to feel bad about yourself for having these negative feelings, there's no reason to feel bad. We all experience negative emotions. And like I've said earlier, we wouldn't be human if we didn't experience that. So it's important to accept those negative emotions and to be okay with them. But the biggest thing is here is that you don't always have to be okay with it, but just learn how to accept it. And that can, you know, render true in any scenario. And then now five, explore the shadow. So our therapy is utilized a lot as a way to help people explore their inner selves. Um, 
art yeah is a great way to allow your shadow to manifest itself but there's other ways to express your shadow or come to terms with it and face it through journaling um i personally am not really a fan of journaling only because sometimes i find it like a chore <laughs> you know um but another option is to write a letter or you can use a voice note to to speak to yourself well, let's step back to journaling. So if you are into journaling, um, when you write, it just helps you feel emotions and empty your head onto a piece of paper, right? Pretty obvious. It's like sometimes it can work like magic for some people. You'll start to write thoughts that might not even make any sense. But whatever comes to mind, you can't really do it wrong because you're just getting it out. You can write a letter to yourself, um, even though it has to do with writing also. But you don't have to have to actually send a letter. Or you can write a letter to those that hurt you. Just let all the feelings out tap into that and writing a letter can validate yourself and your emotions and you can burn it after or crumple it up and throw it out my favorite is meditation (laughs) and i know this is very difficult for a lot of people to really get into meditation and to start implementing it into your daily practice um with meditation i find that it really helps gain insight about why we feel certain ways and helps us understand and dive deeper objectively into our emotions and it really helps us heal so like for example you can set an attention for forgiveness while you're meditating you can picture the person that hurt you in your mind visualization helps a lot with me um personally may work for you and you can tell you know that person that hurt you in your mind may you be happy may you be at peace and may you be free of suffering I mean, meditation, you really can't go wrong with it. Um, We all need to just find our footing with that and really learn, research, and implement it into practice. Visualization techniques work for me a lot. (laughs) It really does. Um, Sometimes, even if I'm not meditating and let's say I'm just thinking something, an automatic negative thought, I'm feeling irritability, whatever it is that's aggravating me, upsetting me, making me sad, making me feel less than my inner critic, I just picture it. And I crumple it up like a piece of paper. I literally crumple the thought up. I picture it like a drawing on a piece of paper. I crumple it up and I throw it out. Or I burn it. Like I light it in my head. I picture a lighter and I just set that on fire and it's gone. I object. I observed it objectively. I acknowledged where it is coming from. Why I'm feeling that way or what the feeling is. And then the answer comes to me. I, I just visualize it. I throw it out and I understand better. And you know, sometimes... When we feel, you never heal unless you allow yourself to face that emotion you're scared of. Exploring it, writing about it, making art out of it, meditating with it. Just experience yourself as a whole. And you realize, okay, I gotta start owning up to my own emotion. So six, nurture your inner child. A lot of traumas, you know, can be caused by the way we were parented or other people that hurt us. And it can really result in a lot of deep rooted wounds and it can create and manifest into behavioral and emotional patterns that create our personality and our future self affects our development you know all of that and most of the time our childhood wounds are the most painful they're haunting and they convince us that we're not worthy of love our feelings are wrong that we have to take care of everything because no one was around to take care of us can really create feelings and desire to control everything impulsivity a lot a lot of ugly traits about ourselves and once you nurture that inner child it really does involve kind of like time traveling back and finding where you were hurt and giving yourself love and you can do that by 
you know, thinking back to a time you were most vulnerable when you felt most vulnerable. You can think of a scene where you got hurt or a time in your life where you felt that, that hurt and that vulnerability. And hold that image of yourself in your mind. And stay aware of it, taking in any messages that arise during that time. To give your, the younger you compassion. And while you're reliving that moment, give love to yourself, to your younger self. Tell it, I love you and I'm here for you and it will be okay. You didn't deserve this. And you can even give that younger self a hug or physically do it. Hug yourself. Hold your own face in your hands. Rub your thumbs around your face, kind of like you would if you're holding the hand of someone you love and giving them that gentle reassurance that you love them by rubbing your thumb up and down. Do that to yourself. Hold your face, cross your arms, and hold your face with both of your palms. And do that to yourself. Rub your cheek with your thumb. Tell yourself you love him and that you'll be okay. And one thing is for sure, when doing shadow work, it is really uncomfortable, like I've mentioned. Um, Who would want to own up to their flaws, weaknesses, selfishness, hate, all those negative emotions? Nobody, right? But while you focus on your positive side and it boosts your confidence, shadow work can really help you grow. It promotes growth and development into our, our better selves. And yeah, I mean... You can even go to therapy. Therapy is, of course, beneficial. I'm on my way to working towards this. Um, yeah, I have experience conducting psychotherapy in my past internships while I was in my master's program. I will soon be on my way to working in a therapy office and always learning and growing. So it's always beneficial to, to just go to therapy, even if it's not for you, if it's uncomfortable, maybe you're not ready. I just think it's always beneficial to, to try. And, and But the most important thing is you have to be ready to put the work in. Because if you're not, you know, it's, it's not going to be progressive. It's not going to feel fulfilling if you're not really ready to face those sides of yourself. So, yeah. And I think those are just a few tips that I, I researched and I found that, that work with shadow work. And with shadow work, we become whole in order to live a more authentic and fulfilling life um but yeah so i am glad that you guys joined me today um if you stayed this long thank you i hope maybe some of you can utilize these tips and i know i've been it's funny too because sometimes you don't even realize you've been doing any coping mechanisms but because you weren't aware that those were methods of coping there's negative and positive ways of coping but it all has to start with awareness and and the will and motivation to to make that change so for those of you that choose to embark on that on that journey of healing i applaud you i support you and congratulations because that is a big achievement a big a big way of learning to take the first step to promote growth i will see you guys soon and thank you for joining me here on a dose of ari